Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the live podcast. It's been a while since I've done a live podcast. I was having a little bit of an issue with uh, technology today, so I wasn't able to use my uh, normal microphone or normally how I uh, call into the, to, to the podcast. <laughs> so I have no idea if this is coming through clear or not, so we're just going to go with it and hope everything is perfect, <laughs> as always. So, as you can tell, energy is quite, over the last week or so, it's been very, very expansive. So, we have a lot of uh, electrical type of energy coming in. So, that's that's really always amazing. So, today I wanted to do a show on ancestral healing. This has been coming in a long time, and this is an area that I'm very, very uh, compassionate about. And I've worked with a lot of people with this um, in my own uh, healing practice and uh, taking people through clearing their ancestral lines because it is uh, somewhat of a mystery. So I always say that the, our ancestors are a shared space, but also they're our dream, but also can turn into our nightmare because of the uh, toxic family lines that we have as a human and how we can get um, really embraced in those. So this is a topic I'm going to be coming back to time and time again because it keeps coming back in again and again and again because we're just at a very delicate and tender time on the earth and in, in this, this time of journey with a lot of the ascension stuff and a lot of our are going into our really, really deep uh, levels of healing and really looking at that. So it's a, it's a time where we want to, as always, but really in the recent months, diving deep into who we are diving deep into what those experiences are. So on this show, if you're new to the show, we do talk a lot about shamanism, and but it's spiritual presence and shamanism and looking at what comes in. So we're also going to talk today about um, goose medicine because that's been coming in a lot. So yesterday, I, as I woke up and was getting ready to go out in my nature walk, my connection time to spirit and the shamanic elders, uh, goose came in. And so I want to talk a little bit about which is not as common. Uh, many people are very connected to the goose. What does that mean? What does goose medicine mean? So we're going to talk just briefly about what that particular collective message was about when goose came in yesterday. And then um, toward the end, if we have time, we'll do a, a meditation, as always, to get into that, that heart space. So I spent... Uh, uh, last 10 days or so, I think it was, um, with the shamanic community online and just really collaborating with uh, some shamanic elders and shamans and shamanic practitioners all around the world. And it's always good to hear the collective messages. I get messages every day and I teach and I I write about them and, and those types of things. And it's good to look at the shared experiences with those. And so it's kind of that common theme. If you follow my work and <laughs> you're connected to me on um, social media and attend my classes or you listen to the podcast, 
um, you're, you're pretty familiar with my, um, my collective messages that I, I put out there, but um, everyone had pretty much the same thing to say. Is there's, there's just a really, uh, it's an important time that we do connect to our heart. Many, 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 many people are still very invested in their thinking mind. And so thinking you're in the heart is not being in the heart. And this is a, a big time, too, for activation. A lot of people going through very deep heart activation times. And I'm bringing this in now, this, this heart activation piece, because it is a big part of ancestral healing. Because ancestral healing has a lot to do with healing through intention. And, of course, that's a, a topic we could spend at least uh, 25 hours to 30 hours on nonstop because it is a big topic. But overall, that message kept coming in that we need to step deeper into the essence of the true intelligence, feelings, and emotions of the heart, like I talk about on the show a lot. And so it's important to start to look at breath work, look at meditation. Um, most important uh, piece of if you're invested in really going deep and activating your heart is getting involved in either a meditation circle or learning how to meditate if that's, that's something that you feel called to do. Shamanic journey is one of the very powerful essences of, of helping you to connect to your heart because it takes you out of the thinking mind because the thinking mind can't control that because it's in a, in a different place. And then also drumming either music or sacred music, the brainwave music, takes you out of the thinking mind. And the, the beautiful thing about when you get into the practice of meditation, it changes your brainwave frequencies. So you are then connecting more to the wave frequencies of the heart. And that's really important. And if you, you know about my work, <laughs> you know that I'm very passionate uh, about meditation, about being connected to the earth as well as spirit, but also the drumming aspect or the sacred music aspect is, is something that I'm very passionate about. Um, but the breath work is something uh, we sometimes overlook, and that can really bring us into the place of the heart. And I'll be talking more about that. Um, down the road. But the other thing that's coming in a lot is too is just this, this sense of disconnection. And it's really interesting, and it was very interesting to hear the, the uh, shamanic elders talk. Um, there were several of them in this, in this gathering. And they're being actually called and summoned out of the mountains as well as the, usually they live on the outside of their villages and then come into the village when needed. But they're actually being summoned out of the mountains and out of their villages to go into the masses to teach about helping heal humanity. So many of the shamanic elders, and actually all the shamanic elders, their dedication, their reason for being here is because they're, they're the earth keepers. And so that's their job 24-7 as well as to oversee their village. So it's when they are summoned out of those villages, then we know we have a, a serious problem. And it's not the earth is a mess. It's not that the earth mother is dying. It's the human civilization is dying. Because 
there's a loss of connection. So it's very important in this time to really start to look at that reconnecting to nature and looking at how you can get reconnected back to humanity and disconnect yourself from the static and the thinking mind and all those things. And, and you know, there's, we have to function and we have to live in the physicalness of this, but it's really, really important because we're not in a good place. Um, we definitely can pull ourselves through this, but it's really, really important that we come into this place of, of consciousness and being able to reconnect to nature and that interconnectedness, which is really, really important. So it was really good to have that, those conversations and to see that um, gathering in the messages of, really the messages of humanity. So very, very powerful in that essence. So, <laughs> so I always like to share that, and I'll be sharing more about what um, came about in that, that gathering too, So because uh, it is a really important messages, really important information, I should say. So one of the things that, um, as I was today and started to receive a lot of this last night, I, as many of you know, I connect the spirit a lot in terms of channeling and being out in nature and all of that. Uh, a message that's been coming in a lot and really strongly last night and this morning is the essence of surrender. So surrender is a, a very important piece of what we do. And so, you know, we're working a lot with shadows right now and ancestral healing and diving deeper into ourselves. So one of the, the common threads that comes in a lot when I work with uh, clients or I'm teaching is that really that delicate piece about surrender. I just taught a class recently on surrendering through the heart. And it was really interesting because it wasn't really about how to surrender, but it was where to surrender. So we're in this time of working deeply with surrender. But the important thing we need to understand is we need to surrender in a different way. So surrendering now is really about surrendering through the heart because we are deeply, and we can feel this, we're feeling the essence of the death process of, energetic death process of the thinking mind. Always thinking, 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 thinking. Because we're not, since about 2013, we haven't really been in a physical, cellular alignment. We've been more in the energetic. And that just keeps getting stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. So it's important that when we start to look at areas that we're being called to surrender, or maybe it's a situation for you, that we go into that space and remember that we want to surrender to the heart. We want to surrender to the, the energetic alignment. And so if, if there's, a, there's a point in that where you really don't know how to do that, that's about breath work. That's about establishing that relationship with the heart because that's going to be really, really important. It's just going to keep getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And the more we can find that connection to the soul, the heart, nature, spirit, we start to walk within the space in between that, which is sacred unity. So then we're walking with all of it. And when we are activating that and we can walk through all of that, we don't get as connected to the head 
you know, there's going to be times when, because we're human too, is when we have a moment, if you will, where we do go in that space. But the more we start to walk in that space in between of sacred unity, we start to be present and we start to activate the heart and then we start to live from the heart. And then we will see the human civilization change, be more in the collective space. And then we'll start to see deep healing of what we sometimes connect to as the earth is dying or the earth mother is dying. But it is indeed the human civilization that's dying because there's too much disconnection. So it's, it's really important to jump on that spiritual pathway and, and whatever that calling is for you to get involved with humanity and do that really deep healing. So as I mentioned, we're going to talk about um, the importance, kind of an intro, importance of ancestral healing. But I did want to mention um, tonight I'm starting a four-part course, a shamanic course, on walking the path of the shamanic heart which is um, in the native traditions, it's, it's about walking the red road through the shamanic heart. So we'll be talking about ceremony, we'll be talking about sacred space, we'll be talking more about ancestral healing and, and really walking that pathway, which is very natural to us, um, the shamanic pathway, which is the, the natural world. So if that sounds interesting to you, make sure you check that out on my website at eddiemullins.com, and that will be going on for the next four weeks and you can listen live or you can listen later if you're not available during the live, the live courses. It's a very important course for this particular time, what I was talking about previously, about going deeper into the, the essence of, of healing and then the heart, but really, really deeply connecting to the natural world. So make sure you check that out if that sounds interesting to you on my website at eddiemullins.com. Plenty of openings in that yet. All right. So ancestral healing. So oftentimes what happens, and it, it, it tends to be what I had mentioned earlier, it's, it's the dream as well as it can be the nightmare for us. Because the ancestors we always want to remember in, in many avenues are here to help us. We have um, ancestral um, spirit helpers that are usually... Um, deceased loved ones somewhere in our, our bloodline. But the piece that we talk about uh, a lot in the essence of healing is there is the cellular energy that kind of lingers around and, and tends to find us century after century after century after century. And those are the areas that where people may find themselves in an illness, they may be struggling, they may be um, affected by ancestral trauma. So this is a very important piece. And what happens in some situations is when we incarnate in, we sometimes take on that responsibility, either of a specific ancestor or a relative, if you will, that didn't complete their journey. And because we feel as if we're family, sometimes that is what I refer to as a a hook or a handoff. And then you feel like that's your responsibility to complete that or take care of that task and it causes a lot of problems. So when you have situations, and of course ancestral healing is very detailed and, 
it has a lot of different angles to it, more than what we have time to talk about in this uh, 30-minute podcast. But oftentimes that piece alone is very, very difficult for a lot of us to to connect to because if, if we haven't really explored what is our own destiny, what is our own energy, what is our own alignment, we often will take on that that energy and take it on as if it's our own. But it's not our responsibility to complete someone else's experience, and we can't do that anyways. So in a sense, it's kind of a waste of time. So sometimes we, we experience that, and we do learn about our own experience through that, and, and including collective family energy. But it's important that we are able to, on a cellular level, and that's what ancestral healing is about, is clearing those lines, clearing them out of your field. Because oftentimes they can keep us stuck. They can keep us from manifestation. They can keep us from living healthy and solid and independent. Because there's all these habits and things that are handed down generation after generation after generation because they stay in the family line. So you may find that you're the individual, and this is true for my family, is I'm the one breaking cycles. So (laughs) that's always fun um, in some ways. Not really. Um, So you may find that you're the one that is breaking the cycles, breaking the time in between so that future generation doesn't have to deal with that. And so sometimes that can be very draining, very heavy, and again, not your responsibility. So it's better to have those cleared, and obviously there are many, many ways that that is done. It just depends on how intense they are. I know as a shamanic practitioner, when I've gone in for other people, and either through soul loss it comes up, or we were doing a cord cutting, or we were just clearing the lines you can tell when you go in as the practitioner that those ancestors that are connected to that, that intensity do not want you there because it's interfering with it being healed. But we have to understand, and then there's a conversation that needs to happen, is it cannot be healed in the way that it's being done because it just gets more intense and it just tends to keep being passed down the family line. So as I mentioned, I'm going to be talking about this again and I'm going to create a a service on my website that I'm going to be working with people on this specifics because I'm getting that that call again from Spirit to do more of these these types of services and and healing. So so just take a look at that for yourself. One of the things that's very important is just to look at the intention of it. What is me? What's connected to the family? What's truly mine? What is my alignment of destiny and what is just kind of lingering because when we connect to ancestral um, toxic energy if you will you can tell it's about the way a family has fought generation after generation after generation and this is really starting to come up right now just because we're moving more into the essence of the heart and we're shifting from the third dimension to the fifth dimension because the toxic energy, ancestral that is, is third dimension. It was a function in the third dimension and it, it can't be supported in the fifth dimension. So that's why it's starting to rev up and it's oftentimes it will show up as shadows, it'll show up as a, 
a deeper essence of of what your your journey is really about. So that's a little bit about um, the ancestral healing, and as I mentioned, I'm going to cover more of that. Now we do have um, all of us, many many. We have ancestral helping spirits, and how we we can connect to them in many different ways. But one of the the best ways to connect is through um, someone who is deceased that you know, that is grandmother, grandfather, mother, father, who can help to connect you to the line in terms of an ancestral um, helping spirit. And I'm going to cover, next week I'm going to cover the topic of helping spirits and what does that actually mean. (laughs) But we do have helping spirits that, can help us get connected to this the healing essence because the helping spirits of the ancestral line is a shared space, if you will. And they are the best essences of helping you to go deeper into clearing those lines. And so, you know, it's really being able to connect to to someone that you know that can help you get connected to the, maybe it's, the one spirit helper or it's a group of spirit helpers, usually it's a group that will help you go deeper into guiding you in the right direction, the right alignment to be able to clear these ancestral lines. So it is quite important. So as I mentioned, I also wanted to talk about goose medicine. Goose medicine is coming in this time because it is, for many people, a time of moving forward and helping us to take flight, if you will. But this is a a time that Goose comes in to help us to drop into the essence of our own sacred wisdom and knowledge, and I talk about that a lot. But Goose is very prominent for helping us to move beyond where we feel comfortable so we can truly be who we are and not get caught up in trying to fit in or trying to be like this person or trying to be like that person but being able to sink into our own experiences so we look at our own destiny and what is that versus trying to be like someone else's collective destiny. And so this helps us to, number one, tap into our wisdom. And that wisdom then, or knowledge, helps us to determine does it need to be protected for you to be able to go deeper into the meaning of what that wisdom and knowledge is. And does it really need to be protected at all? And a lot of times it it doesn't. But the protection comes in when the sacred wisdom and knowledge needs to be explored by you versus grabbing something and saying, oh, look, here's what I have. It's about sinking into it or just being in this simple presence of it and allowing yourself to go to the deepest level and looking at what does that sacred wisdom mean for you in your soul's destiny? What does that knowledge mean for you? Is it something that you just need to be settling into yourself and being present with that? So all sacred wisdom and knowledge is not meant to be shared. It's a shared experience because then you're living through it. And then sometimes it's it's given and it's meant to be shared. So Goose helps us to determine that. Number one, unlock it. 
by taking flight. And a lot of times that's by stepping into uncomfortableness. They call that the clear waters of the soul. And being able to look at what does that sacred wisdom and knowledge mean for you specifically as it, as it becomes available to you. Does it need to be protected? Does it not need to be protected? So being able to really look at that. So if you find a goose coming in, obviously there's a lot more meaning to goose, but that's the, the main awareness that's coming in. Because right now we're dealing with a lot of omnipresent shadows that are front and forward. So we want to be um, in that deep, true space. All right. So let's do a little uh, meditation, which is connecting with the heart. And this is really brief. So if you're able to do this, you can do this right along with us. Otherwise, you can uh, catch the archive on my website at eddiemullins.com. So gently close your eyes, taking a nice deep breath. And breathe all the way through to the earth. Just letting yourself be very, very present. Start to bring that breath through the heart, through the center of the heart. Allow yourself again to surrender anything that is pondering from earlier today or something that's coming up momentarily. And just let yourself be very present to this moment. Again, taking a breath and breathing through the heart. And just feel the essence in that soothing, expansive feeling to your heart. And if you need to, just place a hand on the heart. And just start to slow down your breath. Slow down that breathing. And simply allow yourself to be present to this moment and just feel the heart. Don't judge it. Just allow it to be present. Again, remember, it's about feeling the heart in the beginning versus thinking you're connecting to the heart because then you're thinking and not being connected to the heart. Just use your breath to bring your intention to the heart because it can't be in the head and the heart at the same time. Again, taking a breath and just being able to go to surrender and simply asking and focusing your intention on what do you need to surrender, either in this moment or something you're working on. And let yourself feel that. Let yourself know it. Let yourself be with it in your heart. What is your life experiencing when you surrender whatever it is you're bringing in as an intention. And what does it feel like through the heart? Give yourself a moment to feel that. And just take a breath into that. And as you start to feel it, if it's feeling very expansive, just take a breath through that feeling and ground it down through your body into the earth. That's wisdom, that's knowledge, that's direction. And just let your body be illuminated with that. And that could be a great healer for you, or it can be just opening wisdom to begin that healing process. And take a nice deep breath and just make that essence of that feeling through the heart a little bit stronger. 
and just let it be gentle. Don't force it. Just allow yourself to be in that present moment. And we come back into the physical space, into the physical body. Take a breath into that. And when you're ready, gently open your eyes. All right. So once again, I want to remind you, I do have my class going on tonight, the four-part course, Walking the Path of the Shamanic Heart, which is really walking the red road through the shamanic heart. So um, if you're interested in that, make sure you check that out on my website at eddiebollins.com. And I also have private sessions going on through my website, so you can check that out as well. So just take some time to look at where you are with the connection of your heart and where you are with, with your spiritual journey and as well as being connected to, to humanity and what is your placement in that. So as always, I thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. And remember once again that we are all interconnected, including the rivers, the mountains, the grasses, the trees, the flowers, all of it. We're all interconnected. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a beautiful day.